Hello once again, everyone. Today is Yod 11-3-29, Yod, also known as November the 21st, 2020. And this is the 43rd double day. This is the uh, particular day I want to finish out uh, reminding us of what the double numbers are. Now, this is not a cumulative. You know that. It's just doubling every day. And so just doubling every day, though, we're at 43980 43 billion, 980 million. I have to do it every time. 980 million. Okay, now we start out with the one penny, remember? 43 billion in 43 days. 980 million. And so I want to break this down differently now. I'm going to let Eber speak. Well, the living letters are speaking. Eber is the, as we honor that path there, we're able to see uh, the, the letters differently than just. Um, the ancient past of the Hebrew itself, which has been um, engaged with in other ways. Now, uh, that's not my point tonight, but I want us to uh, look at these letters. Now, I'm going to give you my view of it. And some of you may say, I don't understand that. Well, uh, call on the spirit of understanding and Yahweh will show you. See, uh, we have now here, here I go. Now, I wish I had a whiteboard to show you, but I don't. So, Forty-three billion nine hundred eighty million, and then you got the zero 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 point zero zero. <laughs> That's a, a total of two. I see four, five, six, seven, eight. It's so a three, six, seven, eight, nine zeros behind the nine hundred eighty. Now, uh, the uh, eight zeros means one thing, of course. Uh, eight being that of the separation of the basket. Uh, well, really, nine is the uh, basket. The eight is a transition or separation. Uh, the nine is the that of the blessing. And so we'll see how this uh, all unfolds here. Now, when I see a zero, I see that it, it means it can ascend or descend. And in this case, I see it ascending. Now, it can descend. But you understand what I'm saying, I guess, as you engage more and more with numbers and let them speak to you how to go up and down in the positions of the Spirit. Remember, this is dimensional. This is by the Spirit that we're seeing and letting this number of 43,980,000,000 speak to us. It's a 4, a 3, comma, 980, comma, 000, comma, 000, uh, then uh, the point and in 00. And so, um, this is how I'm seeing it. All right, and let's just look at the zeros first of all. There are nine zeros, including the one right behind 980, and we're not trying to see 980. And this is how I'm going to see it, and you can actually see it in other ways. It can speak in many ways, but I'm going to keep it, if you will, in a simpler mode to let it speak to us of why why stop at 43. I'm just honoring the 43rd generation uh, that we see of the uh, the three 14s uh, mentioned in Matthew 1, 14, 14, 14, and you get to the 43rd. Uh, for many, many, many years, we've declared we're of the 42nd generation. Well, I believe that we have to be dimensionally in another place, and it can be the 44th, 45th, 46th, whatever. But I'm just saying we're, we've moved out of those places is what that means. So let's, let's look at the zeros. There's nine zeros. That's a test. The nine uh, has to do with the test. The basket, the, I'm sorry, tet. 
But it's definitely a test for us to be able to see the fullness of what Yahweh has called us to be in the concerning the blessing within the basket. I wrote tet and test. And so uh, then you have the eight as a transition. It's the place of separation, separating us from that of the world and the world's way of doing things. So it's eight uh, uh, concerning the different letters there. The eight is a transition. Now, now let me talk about that. See, where where do you get the eight from? Now, I know I have the eight behind uh, that's right in front of the zeros. But if you look at this transition, zero to zero, zero to zero, zero to zero, all the way up to the um, ninth zero. Okay? And in that, uh, you see a pattern in itself of transition. Some of you are saying, I don't understand. Hang in there. Now, you see that you've got the number eight comes up. Uh, and as you do with, with that, you see uh, Ket. And Ket is that separation. Then you see the ninth uh, number. I, saw, I kept saying letter, but it's, they, they correlate with the living letters. The ninth being that of the blessing, all right, of that Tet, of the basket and the test for us to be able to know how to see us blessed within our basket and our kneading bowl. You get it? And then we see the three, which is carrying the supply, the gimel. And the fourth one being uh, that of the, the door. Um, you know, alibet gimel, dalit, through the door. We'll, we will see our blessing come and be able to be dispersed as it needs to be through the door. So I see these numbers. It's a massive number as far as the world goes, as far as dollars go, as far as the wealth goes. Uh, it's considered a big number, not in Yahweh's world, but in the world, in Babylon's world. But let it speak to us today that there's a transition. And it's just say, what's that transition thing? It's a zero to zero to zero going right to left. But as you see the tet, the basket that's blessed, and then you see the transition, it moves eight times. All right, it's nine zeros. It moves eight times. I transition to separation. Then you see that we engage the separation into the dimensions he always called us to. And then uh, it's the dimensions of the separation of our blessing, number nine again. Okay? And then you get the third uh, number, which is Alibet Gimel, carrying the supply back and forth to heaven uh, and into earth within us, within how he wants to bring it in through us beyond all boundaries of Babylon, okay? Then through the door, we become that door. Yahweh sets us as the door. Yeshua is the door, but he's being seated in us. So with us being willing and capable uh, because we've changed our world, then, then there is a the opportunity for us to be Yahweh's door. Yeshua becomes the door in us for Yahweh. And so there's how these numbers can speak and how it had to be set up this way, the 43-9-8-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0. And so that's um, a little bit of my version. I know it probably confused you. You probably already cut this off by now, but I hope you haven't. I hope you engage with it and begin to see it's right to left always. And you begin to let the, the, the living letters speak to you in your way. And you may see those zeros differently. Let them speak to you. I see them as transition of ascending and descending, ascending and descending. 
in the positions. In this case, I see them ascending and to a point then they descend with a shout as you come upon the eighth of the transition to separate us uh, from heaven and earth being separated from all that of Babylon, you understand. And then of the blessing being realized in us within the, the tet, the ninth letter, and then that of the carrying the supply uh, back and forth from us to heaven, heaven to earth. What we carry to heaven, the word being fulfilled. What does heaven do for us? It opens up doors and, and ancient paths of, of exchange that we can't just get through, that Babylon will not let you have without certain ways. And so it can't. It doesn't it does it own it anyway. Babylon does not own it. we got to get our mind wrapped around that. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. We have to remember that. It's hard to sometimes because we see such a chain and a bondage around that thing. But it's beyond dollars. It's beyond that. It's beyond all those things. Then we see that we become that door of the blessing coming in and going out. And as we do these things in Yahweh's way, <laughs> then we'll, we'll see the fullness that he desires in us. We'll see the difference in us. We'll be able to... to um, release the difference. We'll be able to know the difference and we'll uh, be able to discern what we need to be doing and what we don't need to be doing. And, you know, some things are just occupying space, you know, and uh, but uh, they it's, it's, it's so many things that are waiting on us and let's engage with it. So I hope that helped you and hope it didn't confuse you, but I hope it did challenge you. If, if you say, well, I don't understand as well, dig in and let's look to see position ourselves for this. Well, blessings over your day in this 43rd double day. Shalom. Hello once again, everyone. Today is Yod 11.3.30 Yod, last day of this month in the Yod calendar at least. The day is about to change in just about an hour. November the 23rd, 2020. I want to go over uh, in John 17 verse 20. And the commentary, this is out of my book, come up here. And I want to read then in verse 20, uh, page 109. Yeshua was saying here in his heart cry to the Father, says, Neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word. All right, let's look at this, the commentary. This prayer is powerful. Yeshua reaches into the future with his prayer when he says, I pray for them. He wasn't only speaking of the disciples of that day and those that would personally speak to, uh, that they would speak to, but to us also. He makes it clear that his desire is that they, we, would believe on him. He didn't say believe in the Father or anything else but himself, Yeshua. He is our first place of accepting the Messiah. He is our portal of honor for inheritance and identity. I am amazed at those who disbelieve in Yeshua. Their rejection of authority and the lack of evidence in their lives leads to their abandoning Yeshua. Unanswered prayers cause some to embrace a lie and not see the, the door. When disappointment comes, some give up their path with him, which can lead them to a deadly mistake in believing that perhaps they never knew him. I continue on, and I I, I actually bring up the verses of uh, Matthew seven verse twenty three, uh, as it speaks concerning this. 
Matthew seven twenty three, the commentary says, uh, not the commentary, but the regular the verse that says, and then will I profess them. I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Us Matthew seven twenty three. Convinced now more than ever, I believe that there is only one way. Yeshua is still the way and portal that leads to life. It's absurd to me when I hear people say that it doesn't matter what his name is because we all serve the same God. Not so. I believe in one door. You know, what I mean by that, and i comment on my commentary, <laughs> is that some say, well, it, it doesn't matter his name is Allah or or whatever other names are the gods that they've made. You know, all serve the same God. Not, not so. There is a name, and his name is Yeshua, and uh, he is our Lord and our Savior, better known as Jesus. But his name of up here, the come up here place in Zion is Yeshua. Yod, Yod, Hey, Shin, Vav, Hey. And it says, does not matter what the name is. Oh, come on now, okay? They're all wanting to do the generic thing. I need to know who he is, and I know who he is, and I know he has one name. Well, he has many names. If you want to look at the name of Almighty Yahweh, he has 60-something names, from what I understand, that, it, that describe him. But the name Yeshua himself, the, the Messiah, is really, there's only one, and he's it. And Almighty Yahweh is one, but he has many expressions of his name. And I'm commenting here again uh, in concerning this. I, I reference John 14, verse 6. It says, Yeshua saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come unto the Father but by me. I comment here in on page 110. It says, I've heard Apostle Paul say concerning God's word, let our words be his words. Get it? We become his word just as the disciples did when they received that's the whole heart expression of John 17. Verse 20 is the prelude to Yeshua's ultimate heart cry, which is to be one. I will continue on that one, on that particular one. And this, is, this next podcast, I'll actually cover verses 21 through 26. I may break it up in two. We'll see how, how that works um, and go from there. But um I know that this is uh, very important, and I'm, I'm just going to give you a little commentary personally about this. I have found in just the engaging, I may be wrong in this, but by my engaging, I found that the number of people who engage with uh, the, the, my podcast, when I put a title out there that says, um, engaging with ancient ones or the witness cloud of witnesses or things like that that are really uh, spiritual, deep spiritual in, in nature, I find that there's a, many more hits on those. But when I deal with something like John 17, a commentary on John 17, I have found that the interest has not been near as great. And and uh, if I could tell you anything, <laughs> it would be to engage with John 17, to get the revealing of what all that is about. Is the only way that when you see in, into the cloud of witnesses, when you see the ancient ones and the desert fathers, is only then that it'll be able to do something with you because you know then what the cry of Yeshua is all about, what the real heart cry of the Father and the Son are really all about. Because these other things, they are meant to work on their behalf, on our behalf, on the Word's behalf. All these other things I'm speaking of, like all the, the ancient ones, the desert fathers, the angels, the different types of angels, uh, the, the cloud of witnesses, all work on the Word's behalf. And if we don't know that we're in Him and He's in us, 
and we're able to walk that way, that path, and realize the power of that, then all these other things are just things. And you may be able to even experience some things, but if you can't do anything with it, to me, it's not glorious. So the importance of the commentaries are deep because we'll truly get the importance of really the the what the Father is saying, his heart cry. And then that's when things become glorious, not in because you got to meet um, an ancient one. And that's debatable because the evidence will show if you really have. And I, I'll never forget, Ian, I was even uh, standing there and somebody came up to him one time and said, I've been talking to Enoch today. And he said, I don't believe it. And, you know, he had just said he had met Enoch himself. <laughs> and, they, and they said, what? And he said, he didn't say it quite that that blunt, but uh, he, he has no problem doing it. But uh he said, where's your evidence? He said, be very careful you're, that you're claim, not claiming something, that you're hoping you're experiencing, you, you believe you can experience. He said, when you experience these things, there's evidence that will show it. The evidence is, is uh, the overflow of, the, of, the, of many things from, from the Father that uh, is revealed inside of you. So be cautious to say you've experienced some things when really you can't prove it yet. And I know most of what we deal with, we, we can't prove there's a heaven. We can't prove in a lot of ways that there's certain things. But there's certain evidences that when we engage with these other dimensions, that there's proof, proof in revelation. There's proof in how you apply the revelation. And so when I'm talking about John 17 and the revealing of what I see it as. Now, there's, that's just my version. There's depths to it. You're always jealous of how you see it so that we're not enamored by the creation uh, and and that the, 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 the uh, creator himself is what moves us. And that's the whole cry. May they know that I'm in you, you're in me, who you are, who they are in each other. So we'll get into that in the, in the next few verses and uh, and and really go forward in that. So that's uh, pretty cool. That's just a little challenge for all of us to dig in and the things I believe that matter. Uh, they, uh, everything matters. Don't get me wrong. Now it's not a rebuke in that sense. It's just a more of a challenge to us to see what's really important to the Father is to really know Him more than the, the angels, more than all these other things that are amazing in themselves. As long as we know the perspective of and where they fit. They will. They want to fit in those places. Okay, um, they don't want to be and uh, uh, you know must be enamored by them. They all want to point to the Father. Even Yeshua, he pointed to the Father, but in in so doing, he says, "You can't see the Father though without seeing me." Well, that's my word here today. Blessings over your day. Shalom. Hello once again, everyone. Today is Yod eleven three thirty. Yod, last day of this month in the Yod calendar at least. The day is about to change in just about an hour. November the 23rd, 2020. I want to go over uh, in John 17, verse 20. And the commentary, this is out of my book, come up here. And I want to read then in verse 20, uh, page 109. Yeshua was saying here in his heart cry to the Father, says, Neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word. All right, let's look at this, the commentary. This prayer is powerful. Yeshua reaches into the future with his prayer when he says, I pray 
for them. He wasn't only speaking of the disciples of that day and those that would personally speak to, uh, that they would speak to, but to us also. He makes it clear that his desire is that they, we, would believe on him. He didn't say believe in the Father or anything else but himself, Yeshua. He is our first place of accepting the Messiah. He is our portal of honor for inheritance and identity. I'm amazed at those who disbelieve in Yeshua. Their rejection of authority and the lack of evidence in their lives leads to their abandoning Yeshua. Unanswered prayers cause some to embrace a lie and not see the, the door. When disappointment comes, some give up their path with him, which can lead them to a deadly mistake in believing that perhaps they never knew him. I continue on and I, I, I actually bring up the verses of uh, Matthew 7 verse 23 uh, as it speaks concerning this. Matthew seven twenty three the commentary says uh, not the commentary but the regular the verse that says and then will I profess them I never knew you depart from me ye that work iniquity us Matthew seven twenty three convinced now more than ever I believe that there is only one way Yeshua is still the way and portal that leads to life it's absurd to me when I hear people say that it doesn't matter what his name is because we all serve the same God. Not so. I believe in one door. You know, what I mean by that in a comment on my commentary <laughs> is that some say, well, it, it didn't matter his name is Allah or or whatever other names are the gods that they made. You know, all serve the same God. Not, not so. There is a name and his name is Yeshua and uh, he is our Lord and our Savior, better known as Jesus. But his name of up here, the come up here place in Zion is Yahshua. Yod, Yod, Hey, Shin, Vav, Hey. And it says, does not matter what the name is. Oh, come on now. Okay. They're all wanting to do the generic thing. I need to know who he is. And I know who he is. And I know he has one name. Well, he has many names. If you want to look at the name of Almighty Yahweh, he has 60-something names from what I understand that, that describe him. But the name Yeshua himself, the, the Messiah is really there's only one and he's it and almighty yahweh is one but he has many expressions of his name and i'm commenting here again uh in concerning this i i reference john 14 verse 6 it says yeshua saith unto him i am the way the truth and the life no one can come unto the father but by me Comment here in on page 110 says, I've heard Apostle Paul say concerning God's word, let our words be his words. Get it? We become his word just as the disciples did when they received. That's the whole heart expression of John 17. Verse 20 is the prelude to Yeshua's ultimate heart cry, which is to be one. I will continue on that one, on that particular one. And, and this, is, this next podcast, I'll actually cover verses 21 through 26. I may break it up in two. We'll see how, how that works um, and go from there. But um, I know that this is uh, very important. And I'm, I'm just going to give you a little commentary personally about this. I have found in just the engaging, I may be wrong in this, but by my engaging, I found that the number of people who engage with 
uh, the, the, my podcast, when I put a title out there that says um, engaging with ancient ones or the witness cloud of witnesses or things like that that are really uh, spiritual, deep spiritual in, in nature, I find that there's a, many more hits on those. But when I deal with something like John 17, a commentary on John 17, I have found that the interest has not been near as great. And and uh, if I could tell you anything, <laughs> it would be to engage with John 17, to get the revealing of what all that is about. Is the only way that when you see in, into the cloud of witnesses, when you see the ancient ones and the desert fathers, is only then that it will be able to do something with you because you know then what the cry of Yeshua is all about, what the real heart cry of the Father and the Son are really all about. Because these other things, they are meant to work on their behalf, on our behalf, on the Word's behalf. All these other things I'm speaking of, like all the, the ancient ones, the desert fathers, the angels, the different types of angels, uh, the, the cloud of witnesses, all work on the Word's behalf. And if we don't know that we're in Him and He's in us, and we're able to walk that way, that path, and realize the power of that, then all these other things are just things. And you may be able to even experience some things, but if you can't do anything with it, to me, it's not glorious. So the importance of these commentaries are deep because we'll truly get the importance of really the the what the Father is saying, his heart cry. And then that's when things become glorious, not in because you got to meet um, an ancient one. And that's debatable because the evidence will show if you really have. And I, I'll never forget, Ian, I was even uh, standing there and somebody came up to him one time and said, I've been talking to Enoch today. And he said, I don't believe it. And, you know, he had just said he had met Enoch himself. <laughs> and, they, and they said, what? And he said, he didn't say it quite that that blunt, but uh, he, he has no problem doing it. But uh he said, where's your evidence? He said, be very careful you're, that you're claim, not claiming something, that you're hoping you're experiencing, you, you believe you can experience. He said, when you experience these things, there's evidence that will show it. The evidence is, is uh, the overflow of, the, of, the, of many things from, from the Father that, that is revealed inside of you. So be cautious to say you've experienced some things when really you can't prove it yet. And I know most of what we deal with, we, we can't prove there's a heaven. We can't prove in a lot of ways that there's certain things. But there's certain evidences that when we engage with these other dimensions, that there's proof, proof in revelation. There's proof in how you apply the revelation. And so when I'm talking about John 17 and the revealing of what I see it as. Now, there's, that's just my version. There's depths to it. You're always jealous of how you see it so that we're not enamored by the creation uh, and, and that the, 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 the uh, creator himself is what moves us. And that's the whole cry. May they know that I'm in you, you're in me, who you are, who they are in each other. So we'll get into that in the, in the next few verses and uh, and and really go forward in that. So that's uh, pretty cool. That's just a little challenge for all of us to dig in and the things I believe that matter. Uh, they, and everything matters. Don't get me wrong. Now it's not a rebuke in that sense. It's just a more of a challenge to us to see what's really important to the Father is to really know Him more than the, the angels, more than all these other things that are amazing in themselves. As long as we know the perspective of and where they fit. They will. They want to fit in those places. Okay, 
Um, they don't want to be, uh, in, uh, in, you know, must be enamored by them. They all want to point to the Father. Even Yeshua, he pointed to the Father. But in, in so doing, he said, you can't see the Father, though, without seeing me. Well, that's my word here today. Blessings over your day. Shalom.